Fuck it, we just gonna jump in this episode. I'm, I'm, hold on. Fuck it. I'm with it. Let this rock out for a little bit. Hopefully they can hear this. I don't know how loud it is. It seems pretty loud. Ain't nobody in the building, so fuck it. That's right, you know what it is. Apostrophe Four Caps Podcast. We in this bitch. Episode fourteen, if I'm not mistaken. One four. Fourteen. We're fourteen strong. I decided to just dive in this episode. We got notes. We got shit we want to talk about, but I figured we just dive in this episode. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus. I don't know. I feel like it's been a decent gap since the last time we recorded because we had to record the last podcast early since I was out of town or I was going to be out of town. Um, also, that episode, will, I'll probably do another double whammy Wednesday just because I did not have time to do what I needed to do with that episode. So, you know, it's there. It happened. I just haven't released it yet. <laughs> so who really slacking? Uh, can we call it slacking exactly? If yeah, if if you taking vacations, I was just busy. Nah, you taking vacations? Didn't have time. Nah, you taking vacations? You gotta get the work done. We nah, talked about nah. this. Nah, that's not. You exactly just got it. on my ass right now. That's not exactly it. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly it. All right, whatever, cause fam. You know how fucking much I was ripping and running last week, bro. Uh, I could only imagine. It was real out here in these streets. And you're about to get to ripping and running again. <laughs> hey, I'm not even going to lie to you. I dead ass told myself this last weekend uh, since I was going to be home. I was going to sit the fuck down and just relax. Because um, literally for like three weeks straight, I was just going. Weekends during the week, I was just going. But the upside is house has been sold. Congratulations. I I went on my trip, had a great fucking time in Vegas. Congratulations. Um and yeah, you know. Now all I gotta worry about is making sure Mom Dukes is taken care of uh on her end and whatever she has planned next as far as uh what she wants to do. Uh and then I'll be good to go for real, for real then. Oh yeah. Then you won't be answering oh, your phone. Shit, you got two phones that have screens? I told you. Um, my guy is moving on. Look, up. I even my made a guy, post about it. I said my boys would be happy that I got my phones fixed. Finally. We just got to get you some cases now, dog. Man, look. We just got to get you some take cases baby steps. Now. Let's what? take. He, this baby nigga is steps. all about having cell phones with no cases. Like, you just be unprotected out here in these streets. <sighs> Why you gotta make it sound so like? I'm just saying, you raw dogging the shit out your phones, fam. It's okay though. I'm just saying that shit, man. I don't okay. know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Anyway, though. I don't know how you do it. Anyway, though. Yes, so, sir. To these notes that we have over here and shit. You know oh, you mean? trying to get into the shits already, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you yeah. said, fuck it. Yeah, we we yeah, jumping yeah, straight yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, straight in. So how was your Vegas trip? The Vegas trip was straight, bro. Um, 
as I like to say, for Vegas, long nights, early mornings. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, you know, something like that as well. Uh, but long nights, early mornings. Um, I got to do a lot of fun shit that I wanted to do while I was out there. I went to Red Rock Canyon. Uh, check that time? out. Zip nah, time? I didn't do that this time, but I've done it before. Uh, what's it called? In the past while I've been out there. So it's already something I've done. So I'm not exactly like, ah, I got to go do it again. I will say they have a new uh, zip line or whatever yeah. at the link. And that shit looks whack compared to uh, Fremont. Well, Fremont Fre- is like a long ass like straight through the strip type shit isn't it uh yeah it's through old vegas or whatever yeah. that strip uh in old vegas but i don't know that link one look whack as hell okay. and i can see it perfectly from the uh hotels like because i was at the flamingo and shit um but yeah man that shit was crazy uh got to uh partake in um some of the uh smokings of the weeds you know what i'm saying oh my boy is moving on up because this man is very nah see here's my thing with weed right I don't like smoking blunts, and I can't hit bongs. So pre-rolls are my thing. Um, and, you know, thanks to all the lovely dispensaries out in Vegas. Nuwu, what's up? That dispensary was a shit. Uh, buddy who helped me, shout out to you. You knew your shit, dog. Really appreciate it. I love that, like, it seems like, at least the dispensaries I've gone to, they really, like, I guess, want there are employees to smoke the weed. Duh. Because this man was like, I was like, yo, bro, I can't sleep sometimes. I got insomnia. He said, oh, don't even worry. He said, I got some shit for you. And I was like, where? He said, oh, this shit right here will put you on your ass. I was like, all right, big fella. That's what I'm talking about. So it was a lot of that. But it was a great time, man. Uh, my uh, partner, her daughter, seemed like she had a blast. I had a blast with my partner and her husband out there. Um Got a lot of funny looks and stuff like that, but you know, that, I, I guess that comes with the territory. When yeah, you're, when you're walking down the street with a girl and another nigga and y'all holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. it didn't it, it bother me. I loved it. Like it was a great. It's not going to bother you because that's your lifestyle. But to other people, they, they like, what is going on over here? Yeah, it was it was interesting, but I had a great yeah, fucking time. Uh, shout out to all the big girls that was in Vegas showing out. Also, I loved to see it. They oh, was it, was out. Your, it was it was a hey, like kind of party, bro. They was out in the thick oh, of it, boy. BBWs was out in the boat, and Vegas. it was so funny too because uh, my partner, out. she was just like she was kind of amazed too because I guess to her, um, Vegas isn't like it's not exactly the spot I guess you go to uh, to see a lot of plus size women kind of wearing whatever they wanted, like showing more skin and stuff like that. So. It was it was dope and the pool, I was seeing a lot of two pieces. I was like, oh yeah, y'all y'all came to show out in Vegas. COVID had everybody in, so I guess everybody came out and said, fuck it, fuck it. This my body. You don't like it? Oh fucking well. I'm wearing what I want to wear. So shout out to the big girls in Vegas. I love yeah. to see it. You know what I'm saying? Made me happy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely made me happy. I bet it did. Uh, what's going on with you, big bro? Uh, not much, man. I'm about to start making trips and you know get back into the, the groove of things yes sir. i've been kind of like partying a lot you know what i mean yeah, you, to fuck up. You've been, you've been so wild. now i'm trying to like fall back a little bit and like be like okay if i'm a party i'm a party outside of illinois ain't no wrong with that you know what party I'm saying? it up in you know cali yeah Vegas, yeah Atlanta, yeah. Florida, yeah. Miami. So, you know 
you know, I'm just waiting on, you know, this first little move to see if it's really worth what I'm about to start doing. So, hopefully it's all good. I'm really excited. Have some great news. You know what I'm saying? Got an opportunity down in Atlanta. Yes, so, I'm sir. really like, yo, let's just turn the fuck up right now. So, that's where I'm really at with it. Yes, sir. Love to hear it. Yes. Boop, boop. Four Caps Podcast. <laughs> See how we ride with the top down, even when it's cold outside. Ooh, she got the keys to the boutique. She don't do nine to five. Hundred thousand viewers on her IG live. Huh? She do it, make a toast to it. You ain't never heard of that. And then Birkin back, stupid. You ain't never heard of brag or say that she going through it. I just wanna tap it, tap it, boop, boop it one time. to the music side of things first uh 
It was some really good shit that dropped. Uh, I don't know if it was really good, but I mean, it was a, it was a it was a start of what we are waiting for. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, so how did you feel about the J Cole album? Since like, <laughs> let's get let's just get right into it because it's like eh, I don't know. Eh, so eh. Uh, J Cole released his album uh, May fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah, May 14th, he released his new album. Uh, shit, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called. The, the, uh, the shit, 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 shit. Uh, don't, don't quote me on this, you guys. Um, the off-season, I'm sorry. The off-season, which is supposed to be one of the two last albums, I guess, he's going to release, because the next one's supposed to be, like, the fall-off, if I'm not mistaken. So he's basically going to retire from rap. Pretty much, pretty much, and I guess... I didn't know, but he's also in a, uh, what the fuck is it called? A basketball league? Yeah, overseas. Yeah, so I don't know if that's what he's trying to focus his time on or his attention to now. But, yes, he gave us the offseason, and I don't know. I'd, I wasn't wild. I'll put it like that. Um, My honest opinion is... It's one of those uh, albums that I feel like it was needed, you know what I'm saying, with every last piece of work that's been coming out and stuff. I think it was definitely needed for somebody of his caliber to bring something out. He has some good joints on there, though. No he, cap. for me... And if you are a true J. Cole fan, you appreciated that album. You have to be a diehard J. Cole fan. You're not a diehard J. Cole fan. I guess, and you know what? There was a lot of that on Twitter, right? Because a lot of people was like, oh, if you don't really get J. Cole, you're not going to understand this album, blah, blah. It's all, of that, all of that is cool and all. It's cool. Great. Love to hear it. Whatever. It just, not that I had high expectations. You did. Nah, not you, really. You, you had expectations. I of, had uh, expectations. You I had, didn't have high Okay, but expectations. you had expectations of. We already came into this album knowing that it wasn't going to be that kind of album. We already said this uh, on the last episode. Yeah, because when we, uh when Dre was like, "Yo, you know, are you guys ready for that J Cole album?" He's like, "Uh huh." Me and you both was like, "Uh." Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. So it was like I had expectations to a certain level, but it wasn't high. So for me, you because of J. everything, Cole, because of everything I've heard from J Cole. And just, I guess, how he was talking even before he put out that documentary that he put out right before the album release. Um, one of my biggest things was I was expecting more features. Not that I thought wow. the album was going to be a feature-heavy album because he was very insistent on talking about how, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, how he spent his whole career not working with other artists and how he did not want... I guess his career to go by and he had never worked with other artists. So to me, I guess I took that as, okay, this will be a somewhat feature heavy album. Now that doesn't go to say he does not have features cause he has features. He has like a handful of features. I don't know if I really, what, who I don't, were you expecting? Were you expecting somebody that you haven't heard J Cole on a song that, yet? But I was also expecting. But J. Cole don't get out of his box like that. See, but 
in a sense, it felt like he kind of was here because to me, it felt like his beats were different than what he kind of is used to. What um, beats? The beats on the album. I felt like they were a Hell wee bit different. No, nah, bro. These beats are like the old school beats. He, he even said some of these beats are from 20, like, 07. He, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are old school beats that he didn't, like, touch. You know what I'm saying? These are, I guess. These I... Are, I'm not a big fan of him with the yeah, boom you bap just gotta, kind of you just gotta beat. Yeah, you really gotta um you gotta appreciate J. Cole as an artist to understand this album. Just like Twitter said. I don't I don't know. I, I feel like that like, like it's kinda like a cop out for him, but it's not a cop out. It's just he has a fan base. It's just like any other artist. If you have a fan base, you have a fan base. And your your core no, his, his his core is gonna yeah. hold him down because if I'm not mistaken when the album released, Spotify crashed or some shit. You feel me? I I, I expect that because I know Cole has a cult following. Yeah. I understand that. I guess just to the casual fans of Cole, it was a, it was kind of a letdown. I'm not going to lie. I mean. um, But at the end of the day, Cole is fine. He's good. So I don't, I don't think that really matters to him either way. And I'm not going to lie, lyrically. He had fucking bars on the album. Bars, it, it is bro. a lyrical album. That's what I'm saying. Don't like get you that gotta twisted. appreciate it. It's like it's just we so used to other shit. That Luigi line he did was called as fuck. Yeah, it was. Um, and of course he had others, but it just I don't know. Like I appreciate the lyrical shit. It's just to me the lyrical shit cannot keep you on top. I guess. Of like course. it's it's the whole package. Like like how you were saying the other day, like. There's a reason why we are the way we are with Drake. Yeah. Or at least I think you said we or even me. Um, because Drake is kind of like the whole package. Yeah, he's the whole package. We can get the lyrical, but we can get the pop shit. We can get the but he knows the down to, dirty shit. Yeah, we can but get the see, up shit. But Drake is Drake. You feel me? Facts. Facts. I'm, I'm not going. You hear what I'm saying? Like, J. Cole is J. Cole. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like. I feel like J. Cole, I don't know how to explain this. Like, if J. Cole get in his pocket, like how Jay-Z is in his pocket, J. Cole is going to be a very, very... Yeah, but see, I don't think that's going to happen for J. Cole because I don't think J. Cole wants that. Yeah, if he doesn't want that, then... Because with him even is. saying, like, I guess after the fall-off, it's... He's... Jay-Z said he's retiring. That. He that nigga said he's retiring how many times? But I'm saying though, he said he retired, was going to retire, and did retire, and then came back and still yeah, because it's, the, it's, it's that love for the game. Yeah. I think personally, um, I guess my issue with Cole is because I look up, well, not look up to, but some of my favorite artists such as Drake, Kendrick, um, Big Sean, people that kind of came up in Cole's class. They all can navigate the same way Drake can, because as much as some people kind of shit on uh, Kendrick, Kendrick can do some of what Drake has done. He just hasn't done it to Drake's level. Kendrick is Kendrick is bar by far like the scariest man to, you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to like rapping. Drake doesn't even want to see Kendrick. 
You feel uh, me? I think Drake low key wants some smoke. No, but he don't want no smoke from Kendrick. I, I, I get what one, you're getting at. That's one person that's like it's like Eminem. You know how like in Eminem time, mm. it was just one rapper that was like you you don't want to fuck with that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we think Drake is the one like, oh, man, you don't want to fuck. No, he do be, he got writers to write that shit and have you, we talking about straight bars for bars and eat your ass alive and go crazy with it and not singing on no more. Kendrick is going to eat Drake ass up. You feel me? I mean, I agree personally. I've always thought Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Bar for bar would so that's dismantle Drake. But I'm saying, but though, Drake, I, as, Kendrick know, has not artist. released an album in how many years and still is on top. Facts. And his, and he's his on top bodies of work, they stand the, the test of time. The best rapper. Because Damn this. is still a phenomenal album Do to you me. feel me? Like, easily. But no, it just, I guess that is my issue. But, uh, I mean, I've listened to it, I want to say maybe five times all the way through. It's a short album. It's only 39 minutes, which also. I listened to it about three, four times. Yeah, which also, I guess I was a little disappointed with. Like, I wish I could get more, but Cole doesn't like doing long uh, uh, long albums anyways. Uh, so. Can I ask you a question? What's Do up? you feel like all these rappers are get just getting older and they're kind of just. Uh, let the kids have it. Like no, I think like the ones that have kids, out. the one that have kids. No, Mm-mm. I think what it is though is there is a balance that the artists from that this generation are finding or they they are aware of because we'll talk about Nicki Minaj later. Um, but artists like Nicki, uh, Kendrick, uh, you can even say Drake to a certain extent. Um, who else has a kid? Cole, uh, there's artists that have kids, right? And especially like males, they want to be there for their kids. So they kind of pull back. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I, they don't go as Drake hard is, as they uh, would. I don't know if it's as f- hard. I think what it is, is they take time for home life. And focus on home life. Like I think that's it's why a new Dr- generation. Uh, Kendrick, yeah, yeah. I think that's why Kendrick stepped away for a while. Plus, to be quite honest, I do believe that Kendrick might not have been as inspired because I do feel like a lot of artists from like I guess our generation are kind of uninspired because like literally somebody can come out with a record and become a fucking pop star now. Like it's it's easy. Nah, it, it was easy back then too. Like it was easy for my first to become a pop star, but then I, it's I think harder it's way to easier now, bro. Nah, but it's harder to stay relevant. You feel no, me? No, it is harder to That's stay what relevant. But what I'm saying is, you got to still have one of these major artists back you up and do a song with you and go crazy because, like for example, um, going up on a Tuesday, little dude. Yeah, McConnor. Okay. That dude came up with going up on a Tuesday and it became it was just a viral hit. You know what I'm saying? Drake, yeah, but see, Drake that's hopped what I'm saying it, though. But look, Drake we, even hopped on it and he still is kinda like where is he at now? I mean, he's still making music. He's still making music, but yeah. where is he as big as you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, but see, I like we're saying the same thing, except your point is the relevancy. Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm just saying from like looking at it straight on people become famous super easy because they get a hit on tiktok or something just catches and then all of a sudden they're a big name now how long they're a big name 
that doesn't matter. But I, I do believe that some of the people from like our generation or whatever, that shit is kind of uninspiring because you don't have people who like truly are artists or enjoy this whole process of making music. Like it's just a, uh, all right, let me get in the studio, make a quick, uh, make a quick bop, and then just put it out. Yeah. Like Kendrick is a visual type of person. Like he wants shit that he can put a picture to. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Drake. Same, Same thing, thing with Cole. Cole. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I do believe and Big Sean, like, they kind of just back off because of that and they want home to be okay. Because not only that, a lot of artists also talk about how touring becomes, like it's hard on the home life because they're never home. They're I know, always on the road. I think road. we just live in a different generation because all the other artists before them, they didn't give a fuck. Well, it wasn't that they didn't give a fuck. I think what it was is they was only thinking about the check. Yeah. I think our generation is more, yeah, we get the check, but it's like we just had a baby and we want to focus on home. I know. But you know like I saying? said, they the other artists before them really didn't give a fuck. They gave a fuck, but they was just focused on that check. Yeah. Nowadays, people are like, I got the bag. Yeah. And I think artists today also see it as the time there is more important than the bag because the bag will always be there. Like, I think Kendrick, especially because, if I'm not mistaken, I say Kendrick is kind of like a frugal artist anyways. Um, Kendrick is good as far as financially. Same thing with Drake. I feel like even though Drake is not as frugal, <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like, you know, he's good or whatever. I just, I don't know, man. It was, it was disappointing. I don't know. It was disappointing. But, I will say I was happy to hear uh, 21 Savage and Cole again. If Cole ever decides to do a joint album, I think 21 Savage and Cole would be a great I think it's, fucking I think they album. have a lot of music together. Well, it also seems like they're really good friends, I guess, because um, 21 Savage was also in the documentary, and granted, they were just talking and Cole's doing most of the talking, but um, at least from what I saw from the behind the scenes video or how the video was made for a lot, they just seem to have like really good chemistry. Um, and vocally, their voices together on, I guess, the tracks that they pick, it just meshes really fucking well. So I like personally would love to see like a joint project. Or even just more more features from. I them think too. they have a lot of features already because they literally Cole would drive to Twenty One Savage crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And vice versa. So it's like I'm pretty sure they got a lot of shit in the back. Yeah. Also, just shout out. Wait on it. Shout out Moray. Uh, he is on featured. Saturday Night Live. No, Moray. Oh my god. Uh, we talked about him on a previous episode. He's an artist. Yeah, the uh, singing dude, right? Yeah, yeah. He did. He's, he's supposed featured. to be on Saturday Night Live or something like that. Oh, is he? Yeah. From uh, what I understand, he was supposed to get do a Saturday Night Live. Oh uh, yeah, but he's featured on the same track with Twenty One Savage. Uh, Black has a feature, and then Boz is the most featured on this album, which I also don't really count as a feature because Boz is in house. Boz is Dreamville. So to me, I felt like that was kind of like a cop-out of having features. But, hey, teach us on. Oh, yeah, Lil Baby got off. Oh, yeah, he did. Lil Baby went crazy. Yes, Lil Baby did. don't miss. I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of Lil Baby, man. That kid is he's doing great things. He's doing great things. Uh, we had talked on the last podcast about 
uh, TDE teasing new music. Uh, they didn't say from who. Uh, my guess was right. It was Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, you hit that uh, one on the money. Yeah, he is back. Um, I'm not sure if he's gearing up for a project. I would assume he's gearing up for a project just because TD is kind of like really pushing um, that video and the track itself. And then also uh, they've kind of been giving a lot of FaceTime on the TDE Instagram page. Yeah. So I'm assuming he is gearing up for a project. Uh, the song overall, I really like it. It's different, Isaiah Rashad, to me. And not only that, uh, uh, Duke Deuce. Yeah, he got off. He fucking stole the show, yeah. in my opinion. Like, that, personally to me, I felt like that should have been Duke Deuce's uh, track. Track. Because he, my man's went crazy on that one. Like, I was like, all right, go crazy, bro. Uh, the video for it also is dope as shit. I really liked it. Had a nice little dark vibe to it. Um, but yeah, it was a really good show, uh, or not show, song, sorry. Uh, <laughs> four piece. What? No, it was only a single. Oh. Yeah, it was only a single. That's why I said, I think they're gearing up for a project. Are you talking about the Isaiah Rashad? Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, we were still yeah. talking about 21 Savage, my bad. Oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. My bad. Not yet. Uh, Kodak, no, that shit was straight, but I didn't, I was, like you said, it was deuce, deuce. Yeah, Deuce Deuce stole the show. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That man is, he he's gold. He yeah. doesn't mess. He does not mess. Uh, Kodak Black released a project. That shit kind of fire. <sighs> kind of? That shit kind of fire. <laughs> that shit was fire. I was listening to it uh, while cutting my neighbor's grass because he asked me to cut his grass last minute. Yeah. I was like, yo. And like. Kodak's back. Why has he never spoke in his. Is that what it is? Swally. Yeah. How come he's never done that before? Because he just doesn't. He was going crazy yeah. on that shit. I yeah. was like, I like this. Like, I don't understand what he's saying. Same, but, but like, it, yeah. his, like, the way he was doing it, like, that shit was dope as hell to me. And then, like, not only that, like, that one song where he kind of, like, acapella it. Yeah. I was like, yo, Kodak. All right, bro. Like, he got off on that shit. Like, that was. Nah, I know really Cap, he liked did. his project. Yeah, he he got off on that shit. That shit was fire. Yeah, shout out to Kodak. I always been a big Kodak fan. Facts, big facts. Like Kodak to me has always been kind of a sleeper. Uh, Motherfuckers was sleep seemed, on him. Yeah, but it he seemed was, like because he was. On him. It wasn't people were sleeping on him. It was just the fact the nigga was always in jail. Like he would break. Yeah. He'd give us some shit and then he'd be in jail. Facts. And then we have to wait. And then he'll bring us some shit and then he'll go back to jail. And then we have to wait. You know what I'm saying? But if he stayed the fuck out of jail, I feel like he's going to give us a lot of good shit. And this project was really well put together. Yeah, no, it was it's a solid project. It's a short project, but it is a solid project. We uh, also have 21 Savage. He did a four piece for the Spiral movie, which I ain't seen yet. Haven't seen it yet. But uh, the two tracks I heard, uh, I liked. For was, which one? Uh, the Spiral movie soundtrack. I nah. I don't know exactly. It was like a four piece, so I'm not too sure exactly. But it was decent. It was nice to hear. Some, excuse me. It was nice to hear some new Twenty One Savage. Oh, you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not complaining at all. Not so was that like? Was that a whole Twenty One Savage? No, it's four songs. It's a four piece. 
So I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly what the fuck it was. Like it's not a soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm saying though, that was a Twenty One Savage, Twenty One Savage project, or was that a it's it's a, a Savage mode? I mean, uh, uh, what is his gang? I, I don't know if they asked him to just do a few songs for the movie, like Chris Rock or some shit. Um, but it's got like Spyro written all over it, and so it's a like, movie called Spyro. Yeah, it's okay. It's the Book of Saw or Jigsaw. Okay. Spiral. So it's supposed to be a reboot slash maybe sequel to the franchise uh Saw. Um so Twenty One Savage, I'm assuming Chris Rock asked him, like, hey, do you want to do some songs for the movie? I don't know exactly. Oh, I thought this was all Twenty One Savage. I did not know that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I think that's why it's only a four piece. I think. He came out with four songs that he already had done. Here you guys are. <laughs> I mean, hey, get the bag, bro. That's easy money. Easy money. And they're going to play it because it's for the movie. And the movie, they, they got to keep on uh, promoting it. So, you know, it is what it is. Get money. The Migos is back. Migos been back. What are you the talking Migos about? They didn't ever left. Uh, they just. Uh, mm, we bro, not going to go there. They but never left, bro. No, they never left. I enjoyed the the solos. Projects that they put Honcho out. Honcho shit was cold. Takeoff. Uh, I mean, not takeoff. Offset shit was cold. Takeoff shit was in. Okay. Takeoff shit. It to me, it was takeoff and offset. I wasn't crazy about Honcho shit. What? Yeah. Oh, Barbie nightmares or whatever the fuck. That I shit wasn't was crazy about Honcho shit. I wasn't. I wasn't. But this new single, Straightening, that shit go. That shit go crazy. That shit go. I really like that shit. I was. I was. I was fucking with it. Although, I feel like they teased it so long ago that I thought the track already came out. Nah, that's the first time that I heard that. No, they teased it when that whole situation with Justin LaBoy, Sweetie, and Quavo happened. Because, if I'm not mistaken, Quavo... Wasn't it supposed to be like a line or some shit? Yeah, it was like... It, I don't know. They like released the part where Quavo was talking about just need a little straight dinner or some shit. And it turned into, like, I don't know, that was kind of the response to Justin LeBoy about the whole situation or some shit. I don't know exactly. But mm. it's I, I like it. it. It's got me excited for the new project. Culture, culture, culture. Is that what it's called? I don't know, shit. It's got to be culture number four because um, that's all they dropped. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, no. Mingos, they got a new one. It's a banger. I love it. I love it. I'm going to let you uh, talk about this baby face, right? Because I only heard one song, and it was decent, but I don't know too much about him. Uh, I don't know too much about him either. I don't know where dude from. I just listened to the album. The album's pretty decent. I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? It all sounds the same, though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he got to switch it up a little bit. Mm. But, you know, all, overall, it's a new artist that I just got in tune with. So I think it's decent. Facts, facts. Uh, the black, uh, the black keys. Delta Cream, which is the black keys, is uh, a group, and then Delta Cream is the album. It's a blues album. Okay, Fire. I I saw it. I didn't get to listen to Fire, it. Fire, bro! I, I listened to, listen to the whole to album driving all day today. It's something that's like, if you just want to mellow out and vibe and listen to some good blues, um. You know, they talk about Chicago, talk about going down south. It's pretty cool. Okay. I'll, I'll have to check that one out. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I felt like you'll find some songs that you like. Okay, I fuck with this. I like the Especially Black Keys. I just wasn't him. I haven't listened to this album. That's all. It's pretty cool. I fuck with the album. So, yep. Nothing wrong with that. Internet Money is back with another single. That should go hard. His and hers. That should go hard. You forgot Don Tolliver. You you got featured. Yeah, I know. I didn't Uzi, put Don Tolliver on there, but Don, Don Tolliver was got, on there. He went hard too. We gotta get my man's prop. I didn't hear this T Pain and Kalani shit, but I heard the snippet. I didn't hear the full record. It's um, it sounds like a buy you a drink part two. I'ma buy you a drink. They I mean, it seemed like they were they've been uh promoting it hard, so I don't know if T Pain is trying to get the summer started. I don't know if he has a project coming. T Pain been uh, in the fucking uh spotlight lately. I mean, he kinda stays in the spotlight. Like his Twitch shit. His Twitch be cracking. is busting. Yeah, yeah, his Twitch be cracking. Ain't he like But also for him writing and shit, he's been in the little spotlight. I mean, I feel like everybody people slap on T Pain, but like I feel like if you know, you know. Like T Pain is a fucking dog. Monster. Like, he gets busy. No lie. Fucking monster. Gets busy. So that's not too surprising at all. Not one bit. Not one bit. Honorable mention. I don't know if you listen to it. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. By Metro Boomin, it was like no. his. It was his. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. It was like kind of how like what DJ Khaled does, but yeah. it was his project that he did, and it has like Travis Scott, Twenty One Savage, Gucci Man, like all the uh, people he throws songs. Yeah, to. Yeah, 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 production. Um, it didn't just come out, but I'm just bringing it up because, uh, I recently just went back to it, and like, bro, I wish he would do another one. That shit is fucking classic. Yeah, bro. Like beginning to because end. Because you got to understand who he is and what he what he brings to the table. No facts, but like just beginning to the end, it was like one of it's one of those projects that like it has a concept, I guess. But like the flow is everything. The features are fucking crazy, precious. Like they, it's so on point, fam. Like Sway Lee, Sway Lee and Travis Scott, and Twenty One Savage. Like because Metro, I feel like works with them so well they just get in their bag so fucking easy on his type of production that like the songs just fucking come out and sound amazing but it's also it's also metro because he has to do the work at the end and engineer that shit make sure it all sound good facts and And i also think he picked really good features and people that he fuck with like i said he's been fucking with some really good people and he's been fucking with some really good people so i fuck with it yeah no i just just thought I'd bring that up because I definitely want another one. That that was a uh, great project. Apostle Forecast Podcast. No matter, no matter how long, matter how long it takes. Me. Spiling up, just like a rich nigga staircase No fly zone, please stay the fuck out my airspace Niggas say things behind backs that they wouldn't dare say 
Know it's on sight when I see you, I'm working at Squarespace. Yeah, top of the morning, I know that you thought I was dormant. Woke up early from shots that were swarming, a block from the apps, not the cops in the orbit. Cause somebody got popped, now they knocking on doors, trying to find an informant. But I ain't seen Nathan, I'm minding my business, as God is my witness, the weapon gon' prosper that's forming against me. Nigga, I'm starving immensely. Know when I'm done with these songs, you gon' miss me. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. You niggas just cuz, but no, not the ones in the big leagues. After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's. Nigga, I'm just a product of poverty, full of narcotics to profit off quickly. My family tree got a history of users that struggle with demons, not really the hustler instincts. Therefore, often my pockets was empty. So I summoned my partner was serving up rocks on the corners of project assemblies. Me, I was starting to envy. Wanna be on the top where it's plenty. Wanna be in a spotlight where every bitch want me, like Rihanna dropping new Fenty. What I see in the sky, the villas of Scylla can't reach up too high, evidently. Nah. I can't reach up too high evidently Never seen no one driving a Bentley I can't be out here mopping up Wendy's My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out The struggle don't judge me What you saying now won't budge me Cause where I come from so often People you grow with laying in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife It's my time now, my world, my life, my life Say what? The stuff that I seen got me traumatized I let the K go when Johnny died Swinging that motherfucker side to side We don't participate, ain't with that squashy shit All we believe in is homicide I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears Every time we make their mamas cry I pray that my past ain't ahead of me, 21. When I'm in love, I love heavily. Oh God. If you betray me, you dead to me, 21. I disrespect you respectfully. I got some partners who left this earth. Maybe the pain made a better one, oh God. Just know that they secrets is kept with me, oh God. I feel like the streets is in debt with Straight me. Up. I gave my heart away to all the doll hoes, cause that's who it set to me, 21. I blame my pops for that shit, cause if he didn't fail, he could've corrected me, 21. Give all the props to my mama, cause no matter what, she always protecting me, oh God. I promise you it ain't no checking me, oh God. Jump in the water, get wet with Straight me, up. 21. You want my money, I wanna have sex with me Can't let the arts of the law get the best of me I get the answer and you get the test of me I see chicken, you niggas is breasting me Planted a seed, but it ain't a sesame Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out, the struggle don't judge me What you saying now? Won't budge me Cause where I come from So often People you grow with laying in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife It's my time now My world, my life, my life Since we're talking music, music still Hold on Did you see the I think Chance came out with a movie or something like that? I did I have no fucking idea what it's about Or like what the premise is I just know it's something coloring book. Um, it's a movie. I'm assuming possibly a documentary. I, d- I don't know. I don't know either. I was just wondering if you checked it out and see what it was talking nah, about. Nah, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's a theater release. Mm. Uh, so, so is it like, uh, it's only theater. So. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's but on streaming theaters? services. But what theaters? AMCs. I know it's here in Chicago. Yeah, because I saw I just the don't. premiere. Yeah, he did like a big premiere in Chicago, I guess Friday or something like that. Yeah. Um I I honestly don't know what it's about. I just know it's called the Magnific- Magnificent Coloring Book or some shit. So, I'm assuming it has to do with possibly his career. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> I don't know. I that's like tough. I I I I wish 
I wish Chance could come back, but I'm, I don't know if it's going to happen. Just don't know. I just don't know. But as I was saying, since we're talking music, uh, this is not about a release, but Childers Gambino has kind of been in the, the uh, what is it called, the headlines lately. Uh, he is being sued for This Is America. I guess um, some artist, Kid West, uh, is pretty much claiming that Childish Gambino and his team. So I think it's the guy who came up with the song, uh, 21 Savage. Wait, is it 21? No, I think it's Young Thug. It's pretty much the people who were involved with the song. They're all getting sued for copyright infringement. Uh, this artist, Kid West, made a song called Made in America. Uh, I guess because the beat is somewhat similar, he's trying to go after them. Uh, they're seeking like a minimum of 43 categories uh, that involve infringement. The part that kind of blew me was the fact that they are suing for endorsements, ringback tones, and record sales, which... This kid's song came out in like 20, it was like years before This Is America came out. The song itself, in the grand scheme of things, did not have many views. So how do you sue somebody for endorsements? If it has the same type of flow, the same type of feel, the same type of, look, Sometimes you may never know. You might have an artist that might be on SoundCloud that's a big artist and just on SoundCloud and come across it and be like, oh, that's kind of cool and kind of catchy. But I get that. But you know what I'm saying? So you may never know. This one, I really feel like it's more of a coincidence. Well, I don't. Coincidentally, he's going to get paid. I mean, he he very met, or very well might actually get fucking paid because 43 categories is a lot. And This Is America was a huge fucking song. So It still is a huge song. Like, people are still, you know, streaming that shit. No, facts. So It just, I don't know. It was, I was reading the article, and I thought it was very interesting because it was just, I don't know. It, it like, I went and listened to the song, and I was like, I can, I, I can get it. Yeah. But at the same time. I feel time, like this was old, though. Ain't this old? Or this just. Nah, I just saw it recently. No, I thought this was old. I thought somebody been said this. I think I seen this a while back. No, Jace. Fuck, Jace Harley. I think. Uh, he was saying Childish Gambino kind of bit him or bit off of him. Somebody Which was saying that. I can kind of understand because I feel like Jace Harley shit sounds a wee bit more familiar to This Is America than this kid Wes. But. I could be wrong. Who fucking knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Somebody is finna get paid. Even if he doesn't get paid, it is what it is. Is Childish Gambino ever gonna drop another album? Uh, I don't know. I know he's focused on uh, these next two seasons of uh, Atlanta. So I, I don't. Them, I don't know exactly that money. Money. I mean, Atlanta was a great fucking show. So I don't. I don't blame him. I, I, I don't blame him at all. Don't blame him at all. But I could totally go for some more Childish Gambino. 
No, I definitely can because he always bring that fire and it's always different. So, yeah. Facts. Facts. And he's grown so much as a fucking artist. Yeah. So much. Uh, <laughs> uh, We got to talk about. Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. You know what we forgot to talk about? What? I don't know if you really like want to go into it, but the fucking Nicki Minaj mixtape. Okay. We bypassed the shit out of that. <laughs> because we bypassed the shit out of that in real life. Um, Hey, you not wrong. I did not listen to that shit. All right. So I listened to it, and I was so confused because the first song is like, okay, you got Drake, you got Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne came in, you know, did Lil Wayne. That then Nicki Minaj are you, are you came in. The, the green song? Yeah. Okay. That was the first song on the fucking the album. Mm. Okay. Then Nicki Minaj come in. She do Nicki Minaj. Okay, it's good to hear you, darling. And then Drake come in. Do Drake. You know what I'm saying? Six OGD, whatever he say, and YMCV shit. They Drake do Drake. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All right. Then the rest of the album, I'm like, you you do know that's an old mixtape, right? Uh, I do know now. Oh, you didn't know originally. I did not know originally until I started listening to some of the songs, like the one which. Uh, G Herbal, I'm like, yeah, Chirac. I'm like, yo, this shit sound old as hell. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So the only it was like a couple of new songs on there, and then the rest of the uh, shit is old. And I'm like, the thing about it is, the old shit and the new shit sound the exact same shit. That's my issue with Nicki Minaj. Sounds the exact same, so you can't differentiate the old shit from the new shit because unless you know the artist and be like, oh. This artist doesn't even sound like this no more. That is my issue with Nicki Minaj. That's what my issue was with the the album was like, okay, you gave us your old shit mixed with some new shit, but it all seems like the same shit. Like you have not elevated. You bitches are my sons. It's it's been this for ever since she came out. Like understand something. I don't. (laughs) I don't knock. Or discredit Nicki Minaj for what she no, did. No, she's cold. As a female MC. She's cold. Or just as an art- artist I wish she would get general. new bars besides you bitches are my sons. But that, that shit right there. You bitches are my sons. That shit right there. <laughs> like fam. You bitches are my sons. What the fuck? She said that, that so much. Fam. And that's all was through the whole album. And I was just like, Nicki. Bruh. Come on. Get some Wooly. better. Get some writers, baby. Wooly. You That's got why, the like, money. I could never understand why what her beef was with Cardi, because like at least Cardi could like, Cardi would say some other shit, fam. Like, oh my, you it's been what two dec uh, a decade, and you just been <laughs> you bitches, bitches are, are my, my sons, sons. <laughs> like fam, fam. We got it, we got it. You can't fuck with the queen, <laughs> like, oh, bruh. Yeah, no, that that was my because you bitches issue. are my sons. I. <laughs> Twitter was kind of annoying on Friday because it was just a whole lot of uh, of oh y'all say the rap rap game is dead and then Nicki Minaj and J Cole come say the fam wait wait, wait no J Cole that. came we not and gave us that. some nice bars we not doing that we not gonna sit here and say Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj because she put out came a, and said you bitches are my sons for a whole album like. No, we're not about to do that. that you know what I'm saying? And it sounds dated as fuck. It sounds so outdated, and that's why I was so like, but her, her the way she rap and what she say sounds the exact same, so you can't differentiate her. 
being outdated, but you get a difference the artist that's on the track with her being outdated. Like, oh, that nigga don't sound like that no more. Yeah, but you know that's why I was because like Drake time, got off and Wayne got off. Yeah, like they got off, and, it and was then nice. Nicki was like, uh, what's it called? Wayne was in his like bag, bag, yeah, like bag, it, bag. It, it felt he, like, like felt like he but had the syrup and he no, was in his yeah, bag, yeah. and that was but, the wild part because. At first, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this don't sound like old Wayne in his voice. It doesn't. It's but, like, what he's Wayne. saying is sound like old Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, he was in his bag back, and Drake was in his bag. Like, he came through with it because you got Wayne that's very metaphoric. You know, got metaphors, 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 and I hit you with the, some real shit in between the metaphors. Then you got Drake that come just hit you with the facts, nigga. This is just facts, and you got to understand and respect the facts. And then Nikki just come with, you bitches are my sons. It's like, bro, I can't know. She more. has a son now, so I need her to chill. I mean, what does that mean? I just, I don't, she, and that's she what she was talking about. now, chill the fuck out. That's like, what she was saying, too. She was like, she didn't took a step back because she was doing please, a, just the, the Mary thing and all that other stuff. And I was like, okay, we get it. And it was like. She, I don't know. She was doing the typical Nikki shit on That's Instagram. What I, I was like, "Fam, like I don't miss it. I, I don't. don't miss it. I don't. I don't like. I could go another decade without Nikki, bro. I'm saying like Drake and Wayne though. Come slide, nigga. I need, <laughs> hey, real talk. I we need, need Wayne. y'all to. We need y'all to make another tape together. Fuck I it. need Wayne to go ahead and get back in that bag. Carter, because that's another shit. Carter album. I was like, if I can get some more or of drought that Wayne season. Oh, the drought wing, you know, bro. Go get Joel Santana and give us some, you know, <laughs> fam. See, that's when more drought wing, the drought that shit would be crazy. Sound like he picked up the cup again. <sighs> shit, I was very excited hearing Wayne, like, okay, Man. okay, here come Nikki. Nah, here come Drake, though, Ain't to save the day. No, no, Nikki used to be fired. Don't uh, get me wrong. When she was with Gucci in Atlanta and she was on the up and coming up and I don't know what happened at the Anaconda and all this other, it just turned into you bitches are my I son. Think, I think what it was was the pop shit kind of got to her. I yeah, guess. man. It's but like she, she don't. It just also, it like her, her We rapping, fuck with you, Nikki. Her rapping to me, it didn't, it, it hasn't uh, evolved. That's what I just said. Like, like from, like, it evolved from when she was doing the mixtapes with Gucci Man and all that shit to when she was doing like in the beginning with the Wayne shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That had evolved really drastically. She was doing shit that no other female has well, other females have done it, but not at the mecca of her what she was doing it at. You know what I'm saying? Like she was up there with Lil' Kim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was beefing with the Queen Queen. Like, you know, and it's only you feel me? So it's like one of those things where it's like from then and then when she started dropping like anaconda and shit like that the, just the catchy shit it has not evolved it, like it and i don't know if it's because and the safari is, is not around no more and I, I i'm going to say it maybe because he's not around no more because she's it seemed like since he I, has not been around her it, it, lyrics have not evolved or she has not said nothing else catchy or it's not been the same since hey. then. And I'm going to say it like I've been saying before. Nikki, pay that man to come back and be on your fucking hey, team. I'm going I'm to say it like this. Because nobody saying, else raps like you except for this motherfucking nigga. I was saying what's the name? I was saying it uh, back when her and I'm sorry, her split. I just blessed. And then after the split or split, 
Oh, you said much it. As much as what's as much as she might want to sit here and act like, nah, I write all my shit. <laughs> it's been lukewarm for you since you left homeboy. I'm trying to tell you, man. We know who was writing that shit and who was helping and you out. And let's keep it a buck. When she was with Savari, she was giving, giving us, us bars. Bars. And we heard the bars from Safari when he tried to do the Breakfast Club. But see, hold on, hold on. I'm not and even that's gonna, when Charlamagne was like, on. you need to give it up. Cause. Nah, I'm not, I'm not even going to let that go against him because I did hear some of his songs. No, he got he bars. Did, he did do one song, and the way he did that song, I was like, yo, this nigga was writing for Nicki. Yeah. Because it sounded like the male version of, of Nicki. Nicki Minaj. Yes, I'm trying to tell you. Like his flow, bars. everything. Man, he got bars. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with Safari. He got bars. But it's just the fact that when you, when somebody, when you sit in the shadows and let somebody else take your... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who you are and you giving him... It's like, for example, Party and Drake. You feel me? Like, I feel like when we hear Party, we don't give him that much credit because we hear Party through Drake. Uh, you're Say not wrong, don't. but you're not so right. So we don't. Say we don't. So I can, so, so I can chop on, you on, in your neck. No, no, no. Say Here's we don't. Hold on. Here's the thing with Party. <laughs> to a certain extent, I feel like Party just gave Drake all his juice. That's what I just said. Oh, okay, so we just saying it differently. I said you hear so much of Party and Drake, so when we see Party or hear Party, we're not as excited. You mm, feel me? Yeah, but Party also kind of give. He's been giving us lukewarm shit. But because he's giving Drake all the fire shit. Okay, yeah. So in other words, yeah. we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Safari is giving us lukewarm shit. Because he was giving all the fire shit to Nicki Minaj, and it just sounded better coming from a female. And she, Safari could write the same thing and say the same thing as Nicki Minaj, but it's not gonna sound as good as Nicki Minaj. No facts. Well, it sounds the way that he raps. I mean, the way that he writes his music and raps is basically it just sounds better when Nicki says it. No facts, but that's kind of the whole thing with writers too, because. There's just writers that, yeah. I mean, they've tried to go and have solo careers in Quentin front of Miller. the mic, and it just don't it work out. It doesn't work out. They're just better with the pen. Like I feel you. Quentin Miller is another good you know person. Saying? You know what I'm saying? But like I just said, it's just one of those things where it's like, Nikki, I fuck with you, baby. But like I you said, bitches I don't... are my sons. Need to stop it. Like, I know Wayne be saying F is for, you know, he be saying, yeah, but, but he switch different. it up. That's but he switch it up. He switch it up like you need to switch up. You bitches are my sons to something else like, you know, or you know, like I don't know. And don't say lace fronts no more. <laughs> don't say lace fronts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that shit no don't more because you were in no the more. whole video with a nigga wearing a lace front. I mean, she has an insane amount of wigs if we're keeping it. But you was in a video with a nigga wearing lace fronts. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We totally bypassed that, so I just wanted to cover it. Cause shout out to Nicki though. It was new music. Well, it new, was three, four was new, new songs, old music that yeah. came out. And I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of judging some people who were like, "Oh, this Nicki Minaj." I was like, "Ooh, nah, nah, fam, nah, nah." Uh, but that's the core fans of hers, though. Yeah, but in the realm of rap, <laughs> did you see the Bow Wow and Romeo exchanges? Um, I heard about the Bow Wow and Romeo exchanges. Um, there's Bow Wow wanted to do a versus. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. please explain I, it to me. Uh, because hold on, hold on. To me, I thought 
it was Romeo because Romeo was on one of those daytime talk shows with the women or whatever. Uh, and he had said something along the lines of, you know, if they do do a versus or whatever, I'd love to see Bow Wow. Yeah, because that was his competition and at the time. What Bow Wow, I think he said it in a joking manner or whatever, but I guess, you know, fucking Bow Wow being Bow Wow. He Shad Moss he, being Bow Wow. Because yeah, <laughs> we don't call him Bow Wow no more. It's Shad well, Moss. Well, facts. But he just kind of started, you know, popping shit. He popping shit. Internet. Yeah, popping shit. You um, can't. You can't. <laughs> and what's it called? I think Lil Romeo kind of. Now, Lil Romeo got on that with him. He, he was like, what's look. He kind of got tired of it and was like, you know, this internet shit is for play play. But, like. If you want to put I've, on these gloves, we can put on these gloves. Facts. And he said, we can we can get the tickets going. Yeah. Which I thought was hard body because I, I understand, like, his sentiment. Because he did say, like, we 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 were two of the youngest black men killing it. Yeah. And he said, so he's like, been giving why, you your flowers. Yeah, so, why, so are like, you, why, why are you capping now and doing all this extra yeah. shit? I mean, but if we're going to keep it a buck. Bow Wow will wash Romeo. Of course, because all Romeo had was the CEC song. Of course, but you gotta understand who was working with Bow Wow. Bow Wow was getting his shit written for real, for real. Like you gotta, uh, I mean, written or not, you gotta understand. He was still washing. He, you he gotta understand Bow Wow's position. Bow Wow was with So So Deaf, Jermaine Dupri and Debrat. Not only was he with So So Deaf, Deaf, uh, Jermaine Dupri and Debrat, he was also with Snoop Dogg, Uncle Snoop. He was in the Gin and Juice video. Facts. Bow Wow. He's been, been around for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Little Romeo came up under Percy Miller. You know what I'm saying? His dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but I mean, we're not going to act like No Limit wasn't around heavy hitters, too, though. No Limit was heavy hitters. They weren't just around heavy hitters because No Limit ended up uh, signing Snoop Dogg over and all type of yeah, other stuff. That's you know what, what I'm saying? talking about. Like, but what I'm trying to say is this, though. Like, you got to understand how they molded Bow Wow and how Bow Wow came out and how La Romeo came out. You know what I'm saying? The Romeo's coming out underneath, you know, like this gangster rap record label. Funny fact, La Romeo was the first concert I'd ever been to. <laughs> that's that's crazy because I never <laughs> not I, by choice. That's crazy. Not by choice. That's crazy. He was, he was performing. Not no. He was a little no, Romeo fan. No. He was a little. He was performing. Fun fact: Davi was a little Romeo fan. We not gonna lie. On, <laughs> not gonna lie on he just said CCC was the best shit he ever had. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that CC <laughs> connection, that college, uh, look, look, college look, look. education I don't even connection or whatever. Oh, that you shit. dirty. That shit was dirty. Oh, bro. You dirty. You're not going to tell me that hey, shit wasn't cracking. You so up. dirty, bro. I'm thinking you talking about real song. This nigga talking about you not gonna college. Like, <laughs> oh. You're not going to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, hold on. on. Hey, so. You're not going to tell wait. me this shit wasn't busted, bro. Especially at like 2 o'clock in the morning when the information come on. This hold man on. said. Okay, oh, Romeo, oh. we do apologize because oh, that's oh, see, well. See. I apologize because I don't know where my brother on right now. What you mean, that Romeo had some bangers? Did he? Yeah, he did have some bangers, oh. but Bawa was just molded different. You know what I'm saying? He came under Debrat and Jermaine Dupri, and they just moved different the Atlanta way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'm just being a, keeping it a buck with you. Just look how, you know he he wasn't under a gangster rap label. Oh, it was CDC, not CEC. See, I did say it right on Twitter. 
That's crazy. That's he was talking shit about you on Twitter, Romeo. I hope everybody listens to this shit once we get really famous and be like, these niggas was talking mad shit. What you mean? I'm not talking mad shit. Are you talking big shit? I'm just saying. He pulled up the infomercial. Hold on. I don't think this is it, though. Do y'all hear the infomercial? For earning your degree. ID. Nah, that can't be it. Yeah, ICDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. <laughs> Swear to God. Nigga dang rapper. ICDC college. He just he just nah, saying words. They, if I'm not mistaken, there was a whole ass video of him like singing and rapping that shit though. No bullshit. No bullshit. But um, you know I thought that shit was entertaining. I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, man, you wild for that one. But like I was saying, he did have some bangers Damn, as a shorty. Yeah, cause yeah, man, you he, that man ain't even rapping on that infomercial. <laughs> he said that was the hardest shit he had. Look, he really searching. Anyway, we got to go to the next thing, though. Ah, uh, that's it right there. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on, hold on. What the fuck? I, I heard him. I'm so nah, icy. It was, it was mixed, though. That was weird. What the fuck? Why did he do that? Come on, man. He really searching. He is not, he not giving up. <laughs> Uh, why won't it just come up any other fucking time? All right, so we're going to go to this cryptocurrency. <laughs> All righty then, because we're going to talk about money. Yeah, okay, this is a classic beat. I got a fleet of these. I'm looking at my bucket list. I got them. I completed these. And yes, my life's a movie, girl. You just in the deleted scenes. I kick you out my life if I don't like the way treating me i put my phone on dnd on god dnd i easily believe in me then dreams become my scenery you cannot skip the first step no you cannot go from b to z nobody gave the keys to me i picked the light and be in me boom 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 bitch made myself a boom bitch i can smell the hater in me i change your perfume bitch i feel so unstoppable the money's getting swimmable bitch i do the impossible because i see the invisible Today we screaming, let's get paid. Tryna fuck my plans up. Danger on the way, better get your hands up. It could be today. Got a home in the land, I'm about to have two. Better than me, now I'm better than you. Got a text and it says she about to come through. What it is, what it ain't, what it up, what it do. True, okay, this turned into a little situation. Okay, gotta go and focus on elevation. Okay, I know if I go hard and I stay patient, I'll be celebrating amazing. I take a hit of the weed and then sell it legally. I make a profit, news Speak to me, I'm on a time at couple Cadillac Escalades with our chest today. We screaming, let's get paid, yeah. Got a time but I can back it. We been fucking cause my stack is. If you wanna make it happen, keep super hard to jack it. Got a time but I can back it. We been fucking cause my stack is. 
all right have you been investing into cryptocurrency and if so how much did you put in when you invest we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about how much i put in but i am investing what in i mean you could be like oh, i'll put in a g you know what i'm saying like you got like niggas the feds is listening oh you must have put up like a five thousand man we're not talking about that oh my god right, so uh, you up up I, we are supposed to talk about it, not how much money I'll pay. Oh uh, man. So you know what I'm saying? If you his baby mama, come get this nigga. Nah, just nah, see, <laughs> see, 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 you the I'm ops. just fucking around. You the ops, big fella. Oh damn, he called me the ops. It's okay You're though. The ops. It's okay though. You're the ops. That's crazy. Nah, I would never nah, do that. Nah, um So this ain't like financial advice or anything like that, but cryptocurrency is going fucking crazy right now. So I thought it'd be interesting to talk about right now because in the grand scheme of things, it seems to be like shaking some shit up if you really like look at it and think about it because it's regular ass people becoming like millionaires, millionaires, fam. Yeah. And they're doing it in a way that is some of them. It's been somewhat quicker than regular stocks. Um, everything's quicker than regular stocks because if you're getting it at a certain number and you're <laughs> you put in a G, huh, well, the up. thing is, you're buying if you find something for under a penny, you're, you're literally buying millions or billions, yeah, depending what, on, yeah, that's what I'm saying, whatever few hundred or thousands you put up. So, once for every what for every zero, it moves up. That's another hundred or thousand. Yeah. That you're up. Y- yeah, you're up. So it's it, it's been very interesting to watch and to see. And not only that, um, I've seen some people equate the stock market and this cryptocurrency thing uh, to gambling now. Because it is. A lot of people are having fear. Uh, was it FOMO? Uh, and it's okay. It's a risk, bro. Everything that you do when it comes to money Facts. is a risk. Facts. So I don't like. I don't feel like it's gambling. I feel like if you have money laying around and you want to invest in something, everything you invest in is a gamble. But it's Facts. not gambling because you're not taking like you're not like sitting there rolling dice. You're not sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Playing cards with you on a dealer. Like gambling is like. You're just constantly like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, this is something like if you got money and you're able to put it somewhere and watch it grow, watch it grow. So this has been my thought on this whole process. And even with regular stocks, honestly. But the thing with regular stocks is you start at a higher amount. Therefore, you have to put in more to even see not all reg- some kind not, of. Not all stocks are like no, that. No, no, no. Not all. Because Farfetch was at $12 and. That was also a while ago. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was at twelve dollars, and then it went up to fifty, seventy. Yeah, you feel what I'm and saying? Now it's so right down to forty. You feel what I'm saying? Though, yeah. so it's not like not all stocks are like that. You know what I mean? You but, just got to get in earlier because if you would have if you would have put in a thousand dollars or twelve hundred dollars when it was at. But see, that's what I'm saying. You're going straight off of a G. I'm not even doing that much. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm giving you like a rough estimate. You know what I'm saying? If you got a G laying around and you're able to invest it, like if you would have put a G in when it's Farfetch was at five bucks, you'd be up. <laughs> I mean, you yes, me? but what I'm saying, so 
my point was with cryptocurrency the thing is like had you invested in doge when doge was at point zero 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 two yeah i'll be up up and you put a hundred dollars in i would have put a g (laughs) you well see that's what i'm saying though but you're you're saying a g i don't start that high i don't even start anywhere near that high because of the simple fact the way I look at this whole situation or this whole cryptocurrency thing is I do it in a way where I can do it affordably. I feel you. For me, whether it be $20, because I look at it like this. I, I can spend $20 on some stupid shit. I can go to McDonald's right now and spend $20. Yeah. So why not spend $20 on something some cryptocurrency that, that, that I believe in that could possibly do something? And not only that, there's reoccurring payments that you can do. Like you can... It can you can do twenty twenty dollars this Friday and then twenty dollars the next Friday you get paid. Yeah. But because with cryptocurrency you're finding these stocks or these cryptocurrencies that are um, under a penny or ten cents, it's a wee bit easier to look at it as okay I can see some kind of profit because if it does hit, I'm up. You're up. Yeah. Now the issue with cryptocurrency is. There's been so much talk about it. A lot of people don't understand it. They don't really get it. They don't know it. Um, so there's been a lot of FOMO. Plus, not only that, you have all these new people getting into this who, one, don't even know stocks to begin with. And then, two, really don't fucking know crypto. So they kind of just get into it. And they're, they're putting their fucking 401k in or, as you said, $1,000 in. And they ain't really got $1,000. And not only that, they're expecting a quick return. No, that's With not how it works. It doesn't work like that. You got No, it, it doesn't. But what I'm saying is I'm, I'm trying to tell the people. I'm trying to, like, give them a, a bird's eye perspective, sir. I know. but We I'm just, know this. I But I'm agreeing with you that it does not work like that. And I hear what you're saying. And I'm pretty sure they heard everything you just said. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. But it does not work that way. No, like with cryptocurrency. So, for example, back in 2015, when I was in California, motherfuckers told me about Bitcoin. Bitcoin was at I think like between 50 and 100 bucks. Yeah. At the time in 2015, I didn't know shit about Bitcoin. I didn't know shit about they somebody's for the black market. You got to buy on this this certain website. Dude, I said, how can you get your money out though? Yeah, oh, it was a whole ass. Process. It was a whole ass process, and they didn't have the Bitcoin ATMs machines like they got right now. It was so much shit to do in order to get this Bitcoin, but they would have access to your accounts and shit. Like, no, I don't even buy shit on the black market. I'm black, okay? We don't <laughs> do black, that. Okay. We don't do that. I'm not foreign. Like, I don't need to import, export crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want an exotic fucking animal just yet, but it's coming. You know what I'm saying? But if I would have figure out how to do that and i would invest in bitcoin that 50 bucks or 100 bucks and would have got a coin i'd be up 60 racks just one coin Facts. you feel what i'm saying and that's what i'm saying like at the time i was in it to invest a g at that time because i always got a spare g that i'd be like okay if this shit hit then i'm gonna be up you know what i'm saying but if it if, if it don't hit, then it is what it is. I still got my G because I'm not gonna wait until it get below my G. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's just how I work. I don't want to see my shit depreciate. I want to see it appreciate. So that's what I mean. Like with cryptocurrency, it's like um, you have to wait because from 2015 to 2017, it went up to like five thousand dollars. Yeah. See, 
You see what I'm saying? For me, I I look at it as uh, I think Dogecoin is going to get up to about twenty dollars by the end of this year. Nah, it uh, it uh, probably ten bucks by the end of this year. Nah, it'll hit a dollar before the end of the year. I don't think. Man, it's I think it's going to be like twenty dollars by the uh, ten between ten dollars and twenty dollars by the end of this year. If that's that's too fast. I mean, the way I Personal. look at it is, if if he, people keep talking about it and keep like Elon Musk keep doing what he's doing with it and shit and backing it up, I think people are going to really like. The thing is, crypto you have to put in a little bit more work. Like it's not as easy as going on Robinhood and uh, everything being so fucking accessible via Robinhood. Uh, crypto, you gotta do a little bit more research. You gotta, you gotta find uh, contact addresses, and you gotta have a, a, a number of different apps. Like I am currently using, what is it like five fucking apps, and I have way more apps on my phone. But I'm using about five different apps for all the different crypto I have. Do you and have uh, what is it called, Space Moon or something like that? I have Space Moon. So you got that? What? Yeah. You need to send me the app to get that shit because I heard that that's for the bus. Yeah, I got Space or I have Space Moon, NTF Art Finance. I have Aqua Goat, Australian Shepherd, Moon. What is it? Moon Jump or Moon Juice or something moon like juice. that? I have Hot Doge. I have Astro Pup. I wanted to get uh, what is it? Whole. Pokeidu in you or something like that. These are like altcoins for the most part that I'm talking about. Um, yeah, but like, that. do you see these numbers? Yeah, no, no. Send me that because do I'm telling you, t- see these I see like the- that. I didn't. I spent ten dollars for that. Send me this. Fourteen dollars for that. I spent twenty two dollars. I'll send it to you. It's yeah. a trust wallet. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, I find it very interesting because if you find these these cryptos currencies that you believe in or you think um, it's about the bus yeah that it's it's partly finding trends but also just a lot of these cryptocurrencies they are uh allocated to um what's it called they're allocated to blockchains these blockchains have purposes um there is one that i really want to buy uh it's called theta well there's one that's called theta and then there's one that's called theta fuel uh, the regular theta, it is, it's pretty much, uh, their main purpose is it, they want to store or host servers like Netflix. Mm. So when Netflix goes down, they, could they still, no, 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 they're still up and running. Oh, okay. So like if for whatever reason, Netflix headquarters has some type of issue, right? And their servers go down and Netflix because they're backed up at theta it would never go down. And not only that, because Theta would have this huge, what's the name? Screenshot that. Would have this huge, uh, what the fuck is it called? This huge uh, bandwidth or whatever. They could also put more shit on said server, if that makes sense. So like, it's little things like that. Like a lot of these um, cryptos, they have like purposes behind them so i also find that very interesting but it just to me it's been a thing of putting money that i would probably spend on really stupid shit up 
because once it's spent, it's spent in my eyes, and I don't exactly expect to get it back. Not right now, at least. And honestly, not like in a few months. Now, next year or later this year or two years from now, sure. But to me, it's also, I think of it as an investment, not only that it's gone. So, I just find it to be very interesting. I just wanted to talk about it because I also wanted to see uh, what was your take on it. Because I do know, like, we always go back and forth on uh, investing and um, I honestly feel like it's a good thing. Like I was telling my mom to t- tap in, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like this is the new wave. And when people are trying to put you onto something, you should definitely tap in and always have your money on the side so you could be able to do shit. Um, I think it's just a new way to make people millionaires, man. And I think this is really cool because it's giving little people like you and I the opportunity to get ahead or get on the same playing field as other people, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, I get it. I um, I, I don't know. I um, I understand those that don't want to do it. I guess. Uh, but I have friends that have been interested in everything. I have gone on my way to explain it as best as I can and what I know. Um, just to help out and whatnot, just because. I do believe that with the way things are going now, especially after last year and even this year, uh, people are starting to take more action to become, you know, more self-sufficient when it comes to their finances, which I really think is really fucking dope. But I will explain to you the trust wallet and how to do what I, I did what, yeah i see what it is because it's it's a little confusing at first i'm not gonna lie to you it's a little confusing but uh once you get the hang of it and you start doing things it makes a lot more sense also if you want to download uh crypto.com okay because is that somebody else there? Mm-hmm. oh that's what this app is but um you yeah, know it was it's been a it, it's been a great ride entertaining ride i uh i advise some of you that want to invest uh to give cryptocurrency a try and don't think you gotta like come in with a thousand dollars like i literally i've been taking maybe a hundred dollars here a hundred dollars yeah only reason why that's my means where i can that's my means facts and that's why i'm saying like if you're one of those people that can do things within your means i think cryptocurrency would be fine for you especially if you do that's just my low stocks so I'm like, not, shit, for me, I could do that. <laughs> he said, I can do that. Yeah, man. I like, can do that. So that was that. <laughs> uh, Should we cover the Joe Bunnan podcast? Okay. I wanted to talk about it, but before we talk about that, because I think that should be the last thing we talk about, because I don't want to end it on a bad note. But in other news, um, Lil Reese was involved in a shooting in Chicago yesterday morning or the day before morning um, that was involved with two other guys. And supposedly he was in a stolen car. Car. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the full story of it. Um, But they beat the fuck out of Lil Reese. They beat his ass. Like, uh, I mean, 
karma, I guess. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know either, but I was just like that shit know. was kinda like Don't don't start buying shit on there, bro. Just let let me explain it to you. Oh my god, let see. Me explain it to you. No, I'm being dead ass. I'm being dead ass. Let me help you out. Cause right. you just gonna start buying shit. You're not gonna know what the fuck to do with it. Um yeah, no, I don't know the full story of the Lil Reese thing. I did see that. I guess he's out of critical condition or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Thug Life chose him, I guess. I don't, I don't yeah, really know just, what to say about that. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. Got to move. Got to move a certain way. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, but, ugh. but about the Joe Budden podcast, uh, which seems to be a hot topic around here. And I mean the internet itself. Uh, I guess Joe Budden fired Rory, and then I knew that was shit was coming. Fired Maul. I don't know. I don't. So here's he fired them on his podcast. I guess he fired them on one of the episodes of a podcast that he's doing that is only supposed to be on his Patreon. Uh, The way the internet works is there's always somebody who's gonna come through. And rip whatever is posted that has a paywall. And the internet's going to see at some point. So that's exactly what the fuck happened. (laughs) And I guess 20 minutes into it being released, uh, they pulled it off Patreon or some shit like that. But uh, some great person decided to put it on the internet. Uh, And then it just now has a life of its own on the internet. Um, But essentially, he fired Rory and Maul and... Uh, the weird thing is it felt like he kind of backpedaled because he did that and then another episode came out and he kind of apologized to them no it's too uh, late for that maul went on twitter and pretty much said like the lies uh the lies stand loud but the truth is silent or quiet or some shit like that um and then come to find out Maul and Rory did a little podcast of their own. Yeah. Uh for two dollars on Venmo, which again, paywalls, your shit will get ripped. It ends up coming on the internet. Uh I have not been able to like actually sit down and watch it, but I did see some clips from it. Um Maul pretty much said I guess Joe is just somebody he doesn't know anymore. Because he wears Amiri hats now uh, and shit like that. Um, and in other words, they the whole issue with them and Joe is the fact that they they could never get legit accounting for numbers and what they've done with the podcast and shit like that. Uh, Basically, all this shit is over money. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I wanted to ask you, I guess, one, how do how do you feel about contracts and friends um, when it comes to business? It's a tough situation because contracts and friends don't mix well because by by law they're under contract with you. You know what I'm saying? For me, I think it should be like. It has to be an understanding. See, I don't know what their whole situation was. 
And I don't know because the way Maul was talking and basically was, and Rory was like, Joe felt like the podcast was basically busting because of his music career. And then I'm like, well, not only because of his music career, but he also was on Love and Hip Hop. He was on Joe is a personality. He's a personality. He was on Complex. You know what I'm saying? I don't which know who also, you niggas are. Yeah, which <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Wrong. You guys probably did bring people to the table that listened to the podcast, but it's also they came because they were on the podcast, podcast with Joe. Yeah, and it was a like, platform Joe had created. Besides industry people, I don't think anybody knew who the fuck Rory and Maul was, and that's no shade to them. That's no shade to them at all. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I did think it was it was it was. Some serious shade sitting there saying, well, he thought this shit was pretty much all because his rap career. And it's like, nah, fam. Like, Joe is a personality. Like, Joe did shit outside of rap. People know who the fuck Joe was. Besides Maul and Rory sitting on the podcast, nobody knew who the fuck yeah, y'all was. Yeah, you, you probably, your name probably was buzzing, but nobody knew a face with the name. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about it. It's like, I feel like, when it comes to doing business with friends, there has to be an understanding. And I think you can't give people false hope and be like, yeah, man, you know, you're going to get this, that, and a third off of every cent, that this, that, and a third. And then they be like anticipating that and then you don't come through. So for me, for me, right, I guess at least from what I gathered, um, <laughs> Joe, I guess they weren't under contract, which is also part of the issue with all of this. They weren't under contract, I guess, or some shit, or at least that's what has been told or said or whatever. Um, that's why I asked, like, how do you feel about friendship and contracts? Because personally, I don't, I don't, I don't really give a fuck how, how I guess friendly we are. Um, Something to that level, I'm I I would say, hey, uh, can I get a contract or can we can we work on a contract or can there be some type of legal shit in place so just things don't get complicated? Because also with a contract, we can go back and negotiate. If I feel like something isn't, if I feel like the pay isn't enough, if I feel like uh. What the fuck is it called? If I feel like the pay isn't enough, if I feel like, or if the other person feels like, uh, maybe, they, like they deserve more or some shit like that. I don't know. It's one of those things where, <clears throat> where uh, I feel like that shit needs to be in play because it's easy to say, "Hey, you my guy, I got you, and that's I'm gonna do X, Y, Z for you," but that's just words. But that's what I that we both are saying the same thing. You can't give people false hope. And we don't know what the contract or what the false hope was because I feel like this was all about money at the end of the day. And then it's like if Roy and Maul was on the podcast and Joe asked them to be on a podcast, they have to be compensated for that. You know what I'm saying? Now if they were being compensated for their time for being on the podcast and, you know, making it into what it is, but now they want more then there's you know what I'm saying? Like you got to figure it out. Those are your homies. Take care of your homies. But if that's not really how you feel about it then shit, that's just how you not feel about it. So 
I mean, I don't know. It's it 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 sucked seeing. I guess it sucked seeing Joe go at them the way he did, especially on air. Uh, but that's also just because I'm one of them people. I rather kind of air my shit out uh, behind the scenes and not like on a big ass platform, I guess. Joe uh, did them. I don't know if Joe was under the influence, but the way Joe was talking was like they weren't friends. Exactly. And that was exactly. fucked up. And, you know, I'm I'm just going to keep it a buck and be like, you know, it sucks to say this, but Joe has an ego. No, definitely. And his ego got the Joe's, best of him and his Joe's friends. Joe's kind of a narcissist. It's not even about being. It's not even. No, it's not even about being a narcissist. It's just he just has a. Uh, you saw it when he was on, like the when he was a reality show person. You saw it there. You saw when he was with the Complex crew. You know what I'm saying? Like he has an ego about himself that ends up shattering relationships around him. You know what I mean? From his girl to his friends. And it's Facts. like, it takes a certain kind of person to be around Joe. Joe used to be a drug addict. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could tell. And he be fighting them urges all the fucking time, bro. But he just takes out his frustrations out on his friends. And that's his ego. Like, I don't need you. But in reality, he's a big ass. Like, that's why he reneged. Because he is like, damn, I fucked up. I think what it was was in the heat of the moment, he um in the heat of the moment, I feel like he said a bunch of shit that like he probably did feel, but it was just the heat of the moment and at the end of the day, like those are his dudes, you know what I'm saying? Um so it just it becomes it just becomes real fucking messy and it's like I guess for me uh Partly because I've done a podcast with a friend before and like I'm doing a podcast with you now and um, I work with my friends on certain things like uh, Jessica in Atlanta like I've I've been on her uh, radio show and she's been on the podcast and I'm like currently helping her out with some like possible YouTube shit like it's a thing of I have no no qualms with extending a hand when it comes to my friends and shit like that and i also don't expect to be compensated but um on something as big as that it would be a thing of just to keep things from getting misconstrued let's do it legally and we can come to an agreement and just do it that way but you got to understand with joe being in the position that he's in he doesn't like it he didn't know what to do i mean i don't know if that's true because like i said from what i gathered from some of these interviews and shit like that like and the shit he told ice and ish or whatever like joe isn't a fan of contracts it, it no it's so not a fan not of contracts mistaken, take care of your boy no he literally said he's not a fan of contracts so that's like, what i'm saying like it's one of those things that's why i said i don't think maul and rory were actually under a contract and he told them like essentially like like their soul partners or some shit i forget the exact term but like they kind of have stake in the brand in the company if that makes sense so it's it, it i don't know it becomes messy. I, I don't know it just 
it's it sucks to see because I mean Joe is a black guy. Uh, Mall is black as well, but it was the number one podcast and shit like that. So like just to see this shit crash and burn the no, way it has been is I a mean, little. It's, it's, it's a little like damn. Jo- I mean the the podcast has not crashed and burned. It has not. It, Joe no, is still it hasn't going. Crashed and burned. Joe is still going on, but I just feel like the relationship to see something that you everybody thought it was like genuine. Yeah. It was like so cool to see, and now it's the like harsh reality of like, damn, you guys don't even fuck with each other like that. Like, damn, we thought y'all was cool, you know. But like I said, that has something to do with Joe's ego. Joe's ego because he didn't have to get on the internet and say what he said, but after. Bringing these dudes on the podcast and having them talk it out and doing all this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did all this stuff. And even in that situation, I was like, Joe is is going not last. Because the way Joe was acting, like, you niggas need me. I don't need y'all. I mean, you're not wrong. Cause you know, and I feel like Joe. about entitlement and Yeah, and it's like, bro, we, we're supposed to be homies. And even from that, like. It was, it was so awkward to see them in that position because Marlon Roy was just trying to, you know, say their piece and move forward. And then Joe was c- trying to make them, like, explain themselves and why did you guys feel the way that you felt, man. Y'all already talked about this shit behind closed doors. Why are you bringing this shit to the light and have these dudes explain themselves to the fans? Well, the fans, I mean, the fans wanting transparency. Nah, you don't get transparency in this situation. Hey, we hashed it out. We talked behind the scenes. We don't, because you got to understand when you have video and you see yourself on video and you're seeing how this man acts while you're on video with this man, you're going to feel some type of way because in that moment, you probably is like, man, Joe just being Joe and I'm just trying to, you know figure it out right now you know what i'm saying but when you look at yourself and you see how this man acting like he don't give a fuck and y'all need him it's gonna make you feel some type of way and i mean you're not wrong because i do believe that was part of it made them boys feel some type of way like they were some bitches and he was a motherfucking pimp (laughs) i don't know that shit it's fucked up and i feel like it's all it's it's fucked up because that was a core friendship and i feel like at the end of the day you know Hey man, it is what it is. Joe got to do better. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people got to do better, but I feel like Joe needs to really do better because it's about relationships and you can see it in everything that from complex to the love and hip hop or whatever it is to marriage counseling. Like you can literally see that he's like a ticking time bomb. He could only be so chill for so long and then he's going to do something to make you be like He just Joe Joe's Joe. <laughs> All we can say is Joe is Joe. Yeah. Do you feel me? And that's a that's not a good excuse to give a person. Nah, not at all. That's that's not a get out of jail free card. Not one fucking bit. So I agree with you on that. I agree with you on but that. But shout out to Ma and them because I feel like them boys I feel like they'll be straight regardless. They're gonna be straight, but I feel like that is it's, it hurts. Ma has what's the name? Ma has emotional oranges and or not mall rory has emotional oranges so and they seem to be on the up and up and yeah but it's still something that's like it hurts bro facts as as a friendship thing it hurts i get that yeah it hurts because it's just like you know what i'm saying and like but like i said it's selling false hope don't sell nobody false hope that's all it is and i feel like joe was selling false hope and didn't want to put it in writing and when motherfuckers was like, all right, man, we've been doing this shit for how long? 
Facts. All right, man. We only we not even getting paid yet. Facts. You know, bro. You feel me? And it's like if you're telling them that they're gonna get paid, you gotta, you gotta come with the shit, man. That's what happens when you're the boss. And he said he doesn't like being called the boss. Why? You don't want to take the financial responsibilities of paying your employees the I way think, that they need to well, be paid. Well, the thing with that is, I think what's the name? That's because he did see them as his boys. No, nah, so he but probably your boys you're supposed to take care of. No, facts. Like, okay, so like this. If I own a business or whatever, a t-shirt company, right? Mm. And you're up in that motherfucker helping me press these t-shirts, but you're just helping me, right? Yeah. And I just did an order for 200 fucking t-shirts and just made like 10 bands. And you're just helping me. And then I do another 200 orders and get another 10 bands. And you're just helping me. Then I do another 200. You get what I'm saying? Eventually, you're going to be like... Nah, see, that's not entirely true because the way I operate, and this is the one part that I did kind of understand where Joe was coming from and with when it comes to entitlement. Because a lot of the shit I do for like my friends and shit like that, I don't expect shit in return. Now, if I do something and I expect to be compensated, I let that be known. But what up if front. I'm telling you, like, oh man, I'm a, I got you. You know what I'm saying for helping well, me. Well, see, out. again, again, I. I'm just I, saying I don't operate the same. I know, I but I'm just saying though, like you, I'm just saying like I understand you're what doing, you're saying. If, if you, you doing told this, me that, yeah, if I'm telling you I got you and you're doing this for a year straight with me, yeah, and I done made over a hundred. But see, racks. also, it's also a thing of your word. Like you can't always go off of everybody's word. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So it's like one of them things. Like I can't exactly be mad if you did just fuck off and be like ah. You said you was helping. Nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah. Because I'd be like, man, that's time. 200 shirts. No, facts. It is time. But that's, that's a lot of time. That's what I'm saying, though. And it's I, I feel it's like, a thing of the people are built different. I know, but I just feel like, you know, I'm built different. And I feel like if you're helping me out and shit, I would like to compensate you in some type of way. And, you know, if it's like I can't financially pay you at the moment, I'll throw you t-shirts or I'll help you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, say you got a brand and I'm like, shit. I'll help you do your t-shirts if you help me. You know what I'm saying? It's like a yeah. bargaining type of thing. Like, it's something to give. Like, in that situation, it wasn't no bargaining. It was the fact that, the, man, you're my homies. Come hop on this podcast with me. Let's see how. Let's see if this rolls. Oh, shit, it's hot now. Oh, shit, it's hot. We done did. How many episodes they done did? Shit. I don't know, like over 400? Over 400 episodes. I don't know if they did that all together, though. No, but I'm saying, though, 400 episodes is a lot of motherfucking episodes. Yeah, they episodes. definitely did about two, 300. Two, 300 together. Okay, three, two, 300. That means I'm tired. I'm still here. I'm drained. I got my family. I got emotional oranges. I'm here faithfully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. No. And, and on top of that, we're supposed to be homies, and I feel like if we're homies and I'm not getting paid for this shit, I'm going to talk to your ass however I want to talk to your ass. You can't dictate how I talk to you and you can talk to me however you want to talk to me because it's your podcast. Nah, that means that I'm a worker then. I need to be compensated. <laughs> I mean, I I understand what you're saying. You feel me? Because that's where it all stemmed from. Rory said something and it made Joe mad. And then he got 
you know, put on timeout? Well, I mean, again, from at least the shit that has come out about it, um, this has been some shit that's been brewing for a while, I guess. Um, Because Joe even said it, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mom and Roy kind of agreed to it or whatever, that this it wasn't just when he said, hey, take some time off. This was going on behind the scenes way before it. Yeah, because that. Joe Ego is getting the best of the podcast and it's making motherfuckers uncomfortable. Well, that's why I said, like I said, if I can't said, talk to you the way I want to talk to you because it's your podcast and you feel some type of way and at any moment you're going to be like, well, we don't even need you on the podcast. Then that means that I'm a worker. So I, I I'm, need I'm to not be compensated. If you're not compensating me, then I'm not a worker. I'm your homie, and I'm going to cut you the fuck out on this podcast, and I wish you would get your bitch ass up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be able to talk to each other like homies then. That's just all I'm trying to say. And I don't. I, I feel like if, you, if you're really a true homie of that dude, when it came to contracts and shit, you could have sat down. You didn't have to do them dirty like that and be on some like, uh, I don't know, I don't like contracts, da, da, da. no, that's some bullshit because you don't even really got to do it. You give it to a lawyer and he'll take care of it. Bam. <laughs> Bam. That's yeah, it. Man. You know. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to cover before we get out of here, sir? Uh, no, sir. It is Sunday. It's 11 o'clock and I'm about to go outside. <laughs> so... He said the streets is calling me. Yeah, they calling my name. They calling Tyrone. This dude is crazy. Um, cool. I don't think. Oh, real quick. Uh, for those of you that are looking for a new TV show or whatever, if you have Netflix, The Upshaws on Netflix, funny as fuck. Uh, it's with Mike Epps, Wanda Sykes, and Kim Fields. Dude, uh, you got me with Mike Epps and Wanda Sykes. Yeah, it, <laughs> Look. it's it's like a little sitcom show or whatever. It's like 29 minute episodes, whatever. Uh, but it's funny as shit. They cuss in it. Uh, the story is very cute. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but I enjoyed it uh, way better than the Jamie Foxx show. Way better. I mean, better. the Jamie Foxx show is his reality of life. Uh, no, nah, it's really his daughter's, like. I guess. It just, I, I was expecting. His daughter wrote majority oh, of did she? yeah oh. this is something that he was like okay because she's like a woman writer now and all that oh. stuff and it was like something yeah, nah. cool his and it was like his was more of like the family friendly yeah this, you know this what I'm they like cuss they say you know fuck motherfucker shit like that but your little badass it was funny as hell bro like i'm gonna watch it when i get to the crib. i watched it this whole weekend but that was a good watch uh love death and robots season two is out that was pretty good that's a quick watch uh eight short animated uh movies films whatever you want to call it um jupiter's legacy was all right another superhero show with you beyond to all know. these i don't got time to sit down like that you and know when what i do you know sit what? down like that it's when i'm doing a podcast or when i'm like okay i'm not going outside today yeah, and then see, i binge watch and then i feel like i didn't do shit for the rest of the I day i told myself this last weekend i was going to sit the fuck down and that's what i did that's, what's that's up. what I did. I had my kids. I interacted with them. I did things with them around the house. I Don't sit down when bit. you get your kids. You Keep moving. Nah, Take fam. them out of town too. Nah, fam. Splurge on them a little bit. Oh, when school's out, then we'll oh, talk you got about two that. more weeks. Yeah, yeah. But um, I want to go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, as always, 
Tyson, last words. Everybody be motherfucking great. Everybody be great. Everybody be great. Uh, yeah, just protect yourself out here with the whole pandemic shit. It's uplifting. Some places are letting you wear masks and some places aren't. Um, I'm still masked up, shorty. I'm still masked up, shorty, no matter where I'm at, no matter if I'm working or not. And, yeah, man, um, hopefully this trip, because me and Davi are about to take a trip. Yes, sir. Hopefully this trip go really well. And we can record over there, I hope. We could record over there. I mean, I would there. have to pack other shit up. So I think we we'll packing it up. We're on the road again. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to be recording in Atlanta. Um, Biddy going to tell me she's going to replace me and shit. I said. <laughs> replace you? You can't be replaced because you wasn't on the roster. I said, damn. No, I'm talking about replace me with a podcast. Huh? Yeah, she's like, will you leave? I'm just going to tell Davi I'm going to replace you. Betty, oh. Betty oh. this is to you. Oh. No, the fuck you're not. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> this that's, is just for you, Betty. That's, that's some Steve talk, Betty. I love you, but that's See? That's Steve. It's not happening. That's okay, Steve. baby? That's All right, we'll talk about it later when I see <laughs> you. All right? Smooches. Uh, as always for me, um, stay safe. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, yeah. Listening uh another de- double whammy Wednesday. Um until next Wednesday. Uh I'll see y'all. See ya. Peace. Apostrophe Four Caps Podcast.